Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dad, I'm Mike Marillo. A new pedestrian bridge is finally being rebuilt after it collapsed onto DC 295 two years ago. A great time for parents to talk to teens. At night, I'm Dick Yoliano. Temperatures could top out around 80 degrees in some spots today. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Paul Gauguin Cruises. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A massive winter storm sweeping the country has knocked out power to hundreds of thousands of customers in the upper Midwest. It's making the drive dicey in places like Portland, Oregon. It gets more icy. I think it'll be more dangerous. So I'm seeing too many people out driving, but hopefully they'll get home safely and then stop. More than 1,400 flights have been canceled or delayed in the U.S. today, and there's more treacherous weather to come. Meteorologist Craig Allen with our affiliate WCBS. It will be windy with heavy snow falling all the way from Green Bay to the Twin Cities, but it will be blizzard conditions with complete whiteout conditions expected across the western half of Minnesota over into the Dakotas. A rare blizzard warning has been issued for Southern California. A 24-year-old reporter, a child, and a woman have all been killed in three separate shootings around the same crime scene near Orlando, Florida. CBS's Christian Benavides. The journalist reported for Spectrum News 13. Inside a home on another street, police found a woman and her nine-year-old daughter who had also been shot. The little girl later died from her injuries. No one in our community, uh, not a mother, not a nine-year-old, and certainly not news professionals, should become the victim of gun violence in our community. Police have arrested 19-year-old Keith Melvin Moses, who they say is responsible for all the shootings. A Spectrum News photojournalist was wounded. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg will finally visit Eastern Ohio today, where locals are angry over the slow response to a toxic train derailment there almost three weeks ago. I was uh, focused on just making sure that uh, our folks on the ground uh, were all set, but uh, could have spoken sooner about how strongly I felt uh, about this incident, and uh, that's a lesson learned for me. Buttigieg lives just four miles from East Palestine. Former President Trump, who's running for office again was greeted warmly when he visited yesterday. Officials in Arkansas are investigating a small plane crash that killed five employees of a consulting firm. Sheriff spokesman Cody Burke. It got within a mile of the airport and it crashed. We are investigating the scene right now. The firm says the employees were responding to a deadly explosion at the company's metals plant in Ohio. Safest cars on the road? WWJ's Jeff Gilbert has results from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. President David Harkey says the list is dominated by Japanese brand products. The big winner this year was actually Toyota. They had a total of 15 awards. The standards are now tougher with a harsher side impact test and requirements for better pedestrian protection. This is CBS News. CBS News is brought to you by Paul Gauguin Cruises. Artfully authentic, all-inclusive year-round cruising to Tahiti and the South Pacific. Visit pgcruises.com today. 703 on Thursday, February 23rd. 45 degrees this morning, but boy, will that be changing going up to around 80 today.
Good morning. I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local story we're following this hour is the weather. We could break some warm weather records around here today. Temps could be in the low 80s, and that's a dramatic difference from the brutal winter weather we're seeing in much of the rest of the country. There's blizzard warnings in Los Angeles. Many time you get these strong contrasts of temperatures over a fairly uh, small area, you'll always see a lot of weather breaking out, including uh, heavy snow. Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stenford says it'll feel like May around here. We're fortunate. The area of low pressure will stay well off to our north, so we're not expecting any severe weather, just a slight chance for shower this morning. Then later day, a good deal of sunshine will be windy and warm, with temperatures in the 70s to lower 80s. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. And the records we could break today are 78 degrees at Reagan National Airport and BWI Marshall. Those were both set back in 1874. The record at Dulles Airport on this day is 77 degrees, set back in 2017. Meanwhile, our mild winter overall could mean we get a less colorful spring. We're looking at the winter weather every year as a predictor of how our spring is going to go. It's a very surprising year. Lou Meyer is an arborist in the D.C. area with the Davy Tree Expert Company. He says flowering trees are blooming right now. Some of the leaves you'll see forming if you look closely at the trees. It's so early that colder air is bound to come back and wipe them out fairly quickly. That frequently prohibits the trees from re-blooming later. So at the normal time of bloom... You just don't see that. Which is why a warmer winter like this may bring a less colorful spring. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. In other news, a man is dead, shot and killed by police last night outside a busy mall in Tyson's. And it's not clear yet why officers opened fire. It all started with a call about a theft inside Tyson's Corner Center. Officers stationed at the mall responded and saw the suspect, according to Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis. A uniformed Fairfax County police officer gave chase in a plain clothes a Fairfax County police officer gave chase. That chase ended up in a wooded area where the officers opened fire. Uh, we struck the suspect. The man died at the hospital. What is not known? If our suspect uh, is uh, was armed. Body camera footage will be reviewed. Davis says while he's not identifying the man who was killed. His uh, encounters with local law enforcement in the National Capital Region span back many years, and it's a violent criminal history. In Tyson's, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's been nearly two years since a pedestrian bridge collapsed onto DC 295. Breaking news this afternoon, we continue to follow developments out of D.C. where a pedestrian bridge has collapsed over D.C. 295, injuring six people. That is WTOP anchor Deborah Feinstein from 2021. Now a new pedestrian bridge is finally being rebuilt. Construction on the Lane Place pedestrian bridge will begin the first or second week of March. A spokesperson for D.C.'s Department of Transportation confirming that start date to WTOP. The bridge used to span the busy Anacostia Freeway connecting Kenilworth Avenue and Lane Place Northeast, but it was demolished in June 2021 after being hit by a boom truck. Five people were hurt. That bridge had received a poor rating on its last inspection. DDOT says this new bridge will meet ADA requirements. They'll be adding access ramps, enhanced lighting, making it wider and taller. The DDOT website on the project says construction will last 12 months. Shana Stewin, WTOP News. And coming up. Can an indicted area school official get a fair trial? I'm Matt Small. 707. 
Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Jason Schick, the general manager for U.S. public sector at Confluent, highlights a civilian agency use case to show the impact of data in motion. One of my favorite use cases right now is a civilian agency. They're working to modernize their claims processing, and that requires a whole lot of steps, both internally and um, checking on data from other government agencies to determine eligibility of the applicant. And so by modernizing and, and sharing that data in near real-time way, they're able to offer a much better experience to the applicant and they're able to act a lot faster. So when there are fraudulent applications, they can take action. They can identify it and take action a lot faster. Let Confluent, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Time again for traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Jack Taylor. All right, we'll start in the district riding south on DC 295. We'd had it pretty slow early this morning leaving Eastern Avenue as you make the trip down to the inbound 11th Street Bridge. The ramp to go inbound, you've got the right lane getting by on that ramp past the crash cleanup. I-295 northbound slowed Oxen Cove, headed up toward Laboratory Road, Minnesota Avenue, near 22nd Street in southeast. There we'd had reports of a wreck. The delay begins in Maryland, back near before Branch Avenue, inbound Suitland Parkway, riding up towards Stanton Road. Also a little slower, Maryland, 50 west, and Chevrolet, as you leave 202, passing Columbia Park Road, riding toward the district. Going into northeast, you will slow on New York Avenue, headed toward Bladensburg Road. Expect slowing out of Virginia, top end on 395 crossing the 14th and the Case Bridge. Just a little delay as you get up onto the eastbound freeway. In Maryland, you'll slow 95 outer loop from 95 over toward Georgia Avenue. Inner loop south of town now slowing after St. Barnabas Road, headed down toward the Wilson Bridge. Clean up from an earlier brake fire on a truck. 95 northbound as you leave 216 toward Route 32 near the rest area. This had been along the right side. Two issues on 270. Southbound after the Monocacy, so as you leave 85 toward Urbana, the right lane had been blocked. Then we'd been a little bit heavy as you rode down toward Hyattstown. There was an earlier wreck before 109 that was in the left lane. A little bit of congestion in Germantown, then you're fine. As you head down to the lane divide, you'll crowd up again near Democracy Boulevard down the spur just to get onto the outer loop, but should find your lanes open. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. And out of Storm Team 4 is Mike Steneford. Could be a couple of showers this morning as a warm front comes through. And behind the warm front will turn partly to mostly sunny, breezy. It's going to be a warm day with record heat. A higher highs, upper 70s to lower 80s. Overnight, partly cloudy skies, lows mid-40s to lower 50s. Partly to mostly sunny, windy, and much colder on Friday. Highs only around 50. Skies will cloud up on Saturday with a chance of some light rain, sleet, and snow. Accumulations of snow and sleet under niche and mainly on the grass. Our highs will be in the mid-30s to lower 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stineford. Right now we have 46 in Chantilly and at Penn Quarter, 44 in Columbia, and I was poking around online. We are having, uh, seeing temperatures uh, at or near 70 degrees already in the Richmond area. Wow. Unbelievable. (laughs)
The forecast is brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 7-Eleven. A judge could hear arguments this afternoon on whether an indicted Loudoun County Schools spokesman can get a fair trial in that county. Wade Byers lawyer Jennifer Leffler says he can't, claiming Virginia's governor and attorney general have tainted the jury pool by repeatedly describing county residents as victims of what they call a cover-up by Loudoun Schools and her client. But prosecutors say there's no evidence Byard won't be able to get a fair trial or that the average person is following the case. Leffler is asking the trial be heard in neighboring Fairfax County. Matt Small, WTOP News. The charges against Byard came after a special grand jury report accused the school system of a stunning lack of openness in how it handled two sexual assaults by the same student in two different high schools. Teenagers are not always open to talking with their parents about school and the things happening in their lives, but they may be most willing to chat in the late evening. Mentors like teachers and coaches help, and teenagers thrive when they have a strong parental relationship. The single most powerful force for mental health in teenagers is having a strong relationship with caring adults. Psychologist Lisa Demore writes in the Washington Post that teens may want to talk to parents at night, at bedtime. I've heard from a lot of families that it's when the parent is shutting things down for the day that suddenly the teen appears in the parent's bedroom and is very chatty. Damore, author of The Emotional Lives of Teenagers, says parents should welcome the opportunity to connect with their teens to strengthen the relationship. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. Are you addicted to Wordle? Many people are, and a new study out shows Wordle lovers in the district have a higher cheat rate than those in other parts of the U.S. Uh-oh. Yeah, D.C. Wordle finders are twice as likely to see, seek help, according to WordFinder, who conducted the study. It examined all 50 states in D.C. and finds people in the district are almost 84% above the national average for cheating. Virginia came in fourth out of the states where people are likely to cheat. Maryland came in 16% below the national average, meaning not much cheating is going on there. Wordle is a daily puzzle that has users figure out a five-letter word of the day. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> don't, to say about this I don't know why one. there's a big difference between Maryland and Virginia. You would think the region as a whole would be full of people who cheat or don't cheat. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, well, coming up on WTOP, a visit to the train derailment site in Ohio by a former president. We'll tell you about it, 713. When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products, but nothing seemed to work for them. I'm able to take that disappointment and that pain and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. And they try the art supports. It's a light-up moment. You see their face brighten up. They go from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. For over 25 years, the Goodfeet Store and our art support specialists have been helping folks live the life they love without foot, knee, hip, or back pain getting in the way. That's why this job is so important. They're helping people, getting back into the activities that they've wanted to do for a long time, doing the things that they love to do with their Good Feet Art supports. We're able to help them and take them from the pain to the possibilities, and I love it. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Meet the new Congress. This profile brought to you by the American Bankers Association. I am Jasmine Crockett out of the great 
state of Texas. Representative Jasmine Crockett is a former public defender and served briefly as a state lawmaker in Texas before her rapid rise to Congress. And she has a strong interest in getting young people involved in politics. That is what progress looks like. People who care about our future. Crockett wants to improve people's access to health services and serves on a health care subcommittee of the House Oversight Panel. I'm Mitchell Miller. I'm Rob Nichols, President and CEO of the American Bankers Association. The 118th Congress is open for business with more than 80 new members. The freshman class includes veterans, former Hill staffers, and the first Gen Z member of Congress, each bringing their own experiences and skills. America's banks and their 2 million employees look forward to working with the new Congress to grow the economy and give everyone the chance to succeed. Learn more at aba.com slash America's Banks. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 715, what's going on, Dave Preston? Well, a men's college basketball menu last night saw Maryland rip Minnesota 88-70. to Coach Kevin Willard's team takes control with a 15-0 run in the first half. It's late February. It's our 10th win. It's third place. It's, you know, you don't want to have a bad loss this time of year um, where people are talking about it. Um, you know, you just you, you showed that we can just go out and handle business. 21 points, 12 rebounds for Julian Reese. Georgetown loses to St. John's 79-70. Brandon Murray nets 25 points in defeat. Sixth-ranked Virginia upset by Boston College 63-48. Cavaliers held to 4 of 19 shooting from three-point range. George Washington needs overtime to edge Rhode Island. 89-80. Navy rallies from 10 down in the first half to beat American 70-54. Midshipman coach Ed DeCellis. First half, it was, we, were, we, were, we were due-to. Um, but second half, Deep got the ball around the basket and made some shots, made some baskets, and Tyler did as well. Mids have won seven in a row, 10 of 11. Women's hoops, George Washington falls to Davidson 66-59. The George Mason women over St. Joe's 65-60. American over Navy 61-49. NHL Capitals get their captain back on the ice, but it remains to be seen if Alex Ovechkin will skate this evening against Anaheim. That's a 7 o'clock start on 1500 AM. NFL commanders introduce offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy to the media this morning. George Wallace of WTOP will be on hand in Ashburn. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. It's 717. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is expected to visit the site of the Ohio train derailment today. He has faced criticism for not going earlier. Meantime, former President Donald Trump is wading into the controversy with a visit to East Palestine. Handing out hats and hamburgers, former President Trump called the Biden administration's response to the toxic train derailment a betrayal. What this community needs now are not excuses and uh, all of the other things you've been hearing, but answers and results. Columbiana County has been Trump country. He won around 70% of the vote here in 2016 and in 2020. That is CBS News correspondent Roxana Saberi. The White House, meantime, has accused the Trump administration and congressional Republicans of watering down safety rules that could have prevented incidents like that one in Ohio. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Are you ready for shorts and flip-flops? Parts of our area could see record high temps this afternoon, around 80 degrees. It's not clear yet why a man suspected of stealing from a store in the Tyson's Corner Center Mall was shot and killed by police last night near the mall. And construction will start soon to replace a pedestrian bridge over DC 295 that collapsed in 2021. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. It's 718. 
traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Jack Taylor with your traffic report. All right, we are improving in the district, running DC 295 south, slowing out of Maryland as you ride down to the ramp to go inbound on the 11th Street Bridge. There was an earlier crash that's now gone. Lanes are open. At one point, you were just getting by single file, so much better. North I-295 does remain slow. Oxen Cove up toward Laboratory Road. DDOT's headed to a wreck in northeast, or excuse me, in southeast, reported to be on Minnesota Avenue near 22nd Street and Naylor Road. Delays building going inbound on New York Avenue, headed toward the light of Bladensburg Road. We're slow on the Beltway in Maryland. Interloop south of town, your delay after St. Barnabas Road, headed down to the Wilson Bridge. Topside outer loop, you are on the brakes now just after 95, all the way over to Georgia Avenue. Then again briefly through the big curve, merging with everybody coming off the southbound spur. On 270 itself, we'd have been a bit heavy because of a wrecked top end. After the Monocacy, the right lane had been blocked. Lanes are now open. There was also activity before 109. I think that cleared from the left lane. Now we've got some downhill flow of everybody that was slow earlier. Top end, you've got a delay building in Germantown. And then at the bottom end of the spur to get onto the outer loop. Busier on 95, both directions in the vicinity of the rest area. We had an earlier truck fire northbound that was off the roadway right side. Baltimore-Washington Parkway got some spotty delays. Northbound coming out of Greenbelt toward 197. Southbound as you approach and pass 175. In Virginia, 95 going north. A little bit of heavier traffic in Dale City to Woodbridge on the ramp to 123. Crash on the ramp reported to be along the right side. The wreck that was between Lorton and the Fairfax County Parkway safely on the left shoulder. 395 remains busy coming out of Springfield north, headed up toward King Street. Then again, some slowing to cross the 14th. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to fight variants and treatments if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.gov coronavirus or call 877-VAX-NVA. Jack Taylor, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stiniford. We've got some sun out now and those temperatures just keep going up and up and up. Uh, yes, indeed. Fredericksburg went from 45 to 63 in less than an hour. It's up to 65 in southern Maryland. So the war front now pushing into the region, as it does. Could see a few sprinkles of rain this morning. Otherwise, today, partly to mostly sunny, breezy and becoming much warmer. Our highs upper 70s to lower 80s. That would break records that go back to 1874. Overnight, partly cloudy lows in the mid-40s to lower 50s. Partly to mostly sunny skies, windy and sharply colder tomorrow with a high only around 50. Storm system passes off to our south on Saturday will turn cloudy with a chance of some light rain, sleet, and snow. Accumulations of snow and sleet under an inch. If we get anything at all, it's going to be mainly on the grass. I don't see any real travel issues. The ground will be warm. Highs on Saturday, mid-30s to lower 40s. Then we'll turn partly cloudy and warmer on Sunday with highs in the mid to upper 50s. Right now, Warrington 47, St. Mary's in Southern Maryland is up to 65 now. And John and Michelle were 46 at Reagan National. 65? Oh, my goodness. Here comes the warm air. Here it comes. The forecast is brought to you by Len, the plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. And coming up. Exactly what do you do with that new green bin? Prince George's County explains composting. I'm Megan Cloherty. 721. Okay, let's see what's news today. Uh, The morning paper blues, huh? Oh, bad, bad, worse. Wait. Uh Uh-oh. No, good news. The General Assembly in Richmond is working on a law to help Dominion Energy customers. If it passes, it's going to lower the cost of electricity. Uh, let me see. Right here. Wow, you're right. It saves Dominion Energy customers at least $350 million. Is it law? Mm, Not yet, but I sure hope it passes. Great. Now pass me the comics. 
Legislation being considered by the Virginia General Assembly strengthens regulatory oversight and saves customers at least $350 million. That means a savings of about 6 to $7 a month for the average residential user, according to the State Corporation Commission, the agency that regulates utilities in Virginia. It's common sense rate relief that helps us continue doing what we do best, meeting the needs of our customers. To take action, visit dominionenergy.com forward slash rate relief. Paid for by Dominion Energy. Trading in or selling your car, truck, or SUV? WeBuyAnyCar.com takes the hassle out of selling in three easy steps. One, get a free online valuation. Two, drive to your local car buying center. And three, walk out with a check in about an hour. So don't wait. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com. Find out how much your car's worth at WeBuyAnyCar.com. ABC Tonight. It's the winter premiere of Grey's Anatomy. As Meredith says farewell to Seattle. Grey's Anatomy. Tonight at 10, followed by 7 News on your side at 11. Get ready for big weather changes from record warmth in the 80s to gusty wind chills with lows in the 30s. 7 News First Alert Weather is tracking these roller coaster temperatures, bringing you an hour by hour timeline to keep you one step ahead of this turbulent forecast. You're listening to WTOP News. 724. More than 50,000 households in Prince George's County have a new driveway accessory, a green composting bin. As the county leans into the practice, it's offering a lesson for those new to composting. The kit may have arrived weeks ago, but though they have the 32-gallon cart, 2-gallon kitchen pail, and the reminder magnet, many in Prince George's County may not know what to do next. Inside the composting carts, you place food scraps, yard clippings, paper containers, even pizza boxes. Picked up across the county on Monday, residents' compost then travels to the county's organics composting facility. The 6.4 million pounds of food waste expected to be processed there this year will be sold as composting product to fund the facility. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. The county's Department of the Environment is hosting a free online composting seminar tonight at 6.30. Did you get a flu shot in the last few months? Health officials say the latest vaccine was a good match for the flu strains that spread over fall and winter. They estimate the shot was more than 40% effective at preventing adults from getting sick enough to go to a doctor, clinic, or hospital. It's generally considered good news if a vaccine is 40 to 60% effective. But one expert at a CDC vaccines meeting yesterday was underwhelmed and said it points to the need for better flu vaccines. Money news at 25 and 55. We've been hearing a lot about layoffs lately. So what can employers require of you in order for you to collect your severance pay? The National Labor Relations Board now says employers can no longer include a broadly written confidentiality clause that requires you to keep mum about the terms of your severance agreement. And employers cannot be prohibited from making statements that could disparage their former employer. The ruling is a reversal of what the Trump era NLRB members had said were lawful restrictions on employees as a condition of receiving severance. Are you giving up something for Lent? Many are, but these days we're not just talking about candy or alcohol. Lent, which started yesterday, runs until just before Easter. It commemorates the period Jesus Christ fasted in the desert. But MarketWatch reports that instead of ice cream or online shopping, some Christian faithful are choosing to give up social media. 
taking a break from Twitter, TikTok, and or other platforms. That's WTOP's Brennan Hazelton. Money news brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Prime members, save on seafood at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable wild-caught Chilean sea bass fillets are 20% off through February 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up more on our big warm-up today and also the latest on a deadly police shooting at the Tyson's Corner Center Mall, 726. The father, a black man in a blue uniform. The mother, full of hope when they welcome their newborn son. Can they protect him in a world filled with danger? Washington National Opera presents the D.C. premiere of Blue, a profound story of grief and resilience after a death at the hands of police. See why the Music Critics Association named Blue the best new opera of 2020. March 11th through 25th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. Traffic in the D.C. region.